Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Weekday Devotion. This is Pastor Daniel. And today we're going to be continuing in 1 Timothy chapter 1. And today we're going to be reading verses, starting in verse 3 and going all the way through verse 7. So if you have your Bible open, uh, go ahead and go there with me. And uh, yesterday we just kind of looked at a brief introduction of the book of 1 Timothy and Paul writing it to Timothy. Timothy's in the city of Ephesus where a great church is. You know, we see the book of Ephesians, Paul writes that to this church specifically. But this letter is addressed just to Timothy, giving him instruction and encouragement about what to do specifically in the city of Ephesus with the church of the Ephesians. So here, verse 3, we pick up. Let's read it. As I urged you when I was going to Macedonia, remain at Ephesus so that you may charge certain persons not to teach any different doctrine, nor to devote themselves to myths or to endless genealogies, which promote speculations rather than the stewardship from God that is by faith. The aim of our charge is love that issues from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. Certain persons, by swerving from these, have wandered away into vain discussion, desiring to be teachers of the law without understanding either what they are saying or the things about which they make confident assertions. So here we begin to get into some of the instructions from Paul to Timothy about what to do, what to take care of. And so we see the first issue that Paul addresses here is the importance of of doctrine, the importance of the gospel, the importance of the truth claims the church adheres to. And so here, um, Paul is saying, don't teach anything different, no different doctrine. Don't devote yourselves to myths, or don't let them be devoted to myths or endless genealogies, different things. So we got to understand that historically, in this period of time, um, there were some, you know, some, some untrue teachings that were creeping into the church. Um, Most historical scholars say that back in this time at Ephesus, that there were these teachers coming in who had not only the Bible, the the scriptures of the Old Testament and some of what existed of the today's New Testament, but they also had what's called extra biblical writings that they were using. Like one example is called the Jewish Book of Jubilee, which had in it extra biblical work that contained what we would call legends, or here what Paul calls myths, um, about you know grandiose stories of Old Testament heroes. It would be very similar to us in this day and age, when if our history books still had uh, the story of the legend of George Washington chopping down the cherry tree, but told it as if it was absolute fact. Um, so that's the kind of legend, or the urban, the, the folklore kind of deal is what was being crept into um, this this. This genealogy, this this Jewish book of Jubilee that was being taught here in the Ephesian church. So Paul is saying, Timothy, don't let them teach that stuff. Stick to the word of God, which is a very powerful and very applicable teaching to our context today because um, the American church as a whole has really gotten away from the Word of God. Uh, unfortunately, it is not a common thing today to find a Bible-believing church that preaches the Bible and doesn't preach a bunch of politics or opinions or that sort of thing. It's just very, very rare. And then Paul admonishes, which means to strongly encourage and urge Timothy that it is the charge is to love our everything we do is to be out of love. So as he confronts these teachers, um, 
And by the way, certain persons here in verse 3, most hold were elders in that church. So the elders, the preachers, the teachers were kind of bringing in some some false teaching into the doctrine. So Paul's telling Timothy, look, the way you handle this, the aim of our charge here is love. It's not anger. It's not retribution. It's not punishment. It is love. And that kind of love only comes out of, and he gives us three kind of um, source of that love, three ingredients, if you will. And it's a pure heart, which we know our heart can only be purified by the gospel, by the Holy Spirit within us. And in, but not only just a pure heart, but also a good conscience, meaning that we have dealt with our sin. We aren't harboring unconfessed sin. We aren't, um, you know, we're not entertaining and holding on to sinful thought patterns that are destructive, not only to ourselves but to others. But so, to a pure heart, good conscience, and a sincere faith. Do you really believe what you're saying? Do you believe what you're teaching? So a pure heart is in love with Jesus. A good conscience is dealing with your own sin and having humility, knowing where you are. And in a sincere faith is you really genuinely believe what you're preaching. You're not, in other words, you're not being a hypocrite. You're not preaching one thing and then living a different way. You're striving to be a follower of Jesus, not just talk like a follower of Jesus. And so then he goes on, Paul does, back in verse 6 to refer back to these people who are swerving from those, he says these, which would be the pure heart, good conscience, and sincere faith. And as a result, they wander in this vain discussion, unfruitful, un, you know, not effective. They desire to be teachers, but they don't know what they're doing. So Timothy's charge here is really to, to corral the elders in the church at Ephesus back in. So just kind of to hit this home today, how important is true doctrine in our life? It is so important. It is so important, which is why things like this right here, just spending time every day going through the Word of God is so critical. Because as the saying goes, you can believe the right things and still do the wrong things. But if you believe the wrong things, you're definitely not going to do the right things. So it's important to believe the right things and then strive to do the right things. I pray today you walk tightly with Jesus. I'll talk to you tomorrow.